All right, hello, and welcome back to the Sticks Golf Roundtable, number 14. We are diving into caddy life. What is it like to be a caddy at a club? What's it like to be a caddy on tour? Uh, as most of you know, Trey and I's day job down here in Florida in the wintertime is caddy, and uh, Rosie used to caddy. So we get into kind of the do's and don'ts for caddies and for people taking caddies, and a bunch of other stories. So it's, uh, it's a fun pod. hope you enjoy it. But first, an ad read for our title sponsor, Swing U. Swing U Premium, the world's most comprehensive golf game improvement app with the industry's easiest to use on-course GPS, scorecard, strokes gained, and stat features. With the world's easiest to use strokes gained stat system, you'll receive a relative handicap for driving, approach shots, chipping, pitching, bunker play, and putting. Whether you're on the course or at home, premium subscribers get anytime, anywhere access to Swing U's massive on-demand library of lessons and drills from world-class golf instructors. Join Swing U Premium today and start shooting lower scores. Now let's get to the pod. All right, welcome back to episode fourteen of the Sticks Golf Roundtable. <laughs> you okay over there, buddy? I just that you didn't take a long enough break between that ridiculous noise and. Oh, I apologize. Well, <laughs> yeah, because I, I was looking at Rosie and he was trying not to laugh, and so that made me laugh. Okay. Well, so- <laughs> you want to restart? No, I don't. I want to keep going. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. Power through. Power through. How are we doing, folks? We are going to talk caddy life. So. As most of you know, or if you don't know, you will now. I, I caddy down in uh, Florida as my kind of my day job at the Die Preserve Club in in, uh, in Jupiter. Trey is a caddy at Pine Tree, also in uh, Delray, and our own Mister Rosenstock caddied at Kinlock back in the uh, back in the Dizay. That's so, right. Yeah, um, I've got a I've got a Kinlock hat on tonight, repping repping the lock. Um, that was actually the second course I caddied at. My first ever was at the Foundry. Um, which I'll actually be at this weekend celebrating. It'll be the kickoff to my wedding weekend. So I'm excited to get back to the foundry, but um, yeah, I did one summer at the foundry in between, uh, you know, I don't know, freshman and sophomore year of college or something like that. And then right after school, I graduated in 2008 when the uh, recession hit and there was absolutely shit for jobs in the, in the, out there in the job market. So I was like, oh, I'll just go carry bags for a while. Figured it'd be one summer turned into the best two and a half years of my life. Oh yeah. It's, it's a weird little thing because it's like, yeah, it's, it's the people that you meet that are all that are caddies. It's just such a wide array of people. Like there's guys that are just absolute lifers that are, you know, 60 yeah. years old not and even they golfers, not even golfers couldn't don't even know how to swing a golf club, <laughs> but they are just, they're just out there reading putts, giving direction, blah, blah, blah. But, but they could be 65 years old. They've been doing it for 30 years. They're double bagging every day, going twice. And, and honestly, if you can find like a really like an like a good spot with like a good caddy master and with like a good, you know, membership, you make great money. 
like he, really, really so good money. That go, they're down here in the winter. They're, they're somewhere in the winter, and then on like Long Island in the summer, yeah. they easily make six figures. Yeah, like hundred percent. Cool. It's it's yeah, nuts. I, I got to know a couple guys that they would actually like. They might be from Virginia, so they might stop in to Kenlock for a couple weeks, but they would be on their way doing that migration, right? So that in the you know they'd be like National Golf Links all summer. Yeah. And then like October hits and they, and they're driving down to Florida to hit up Seminole for the winter. And those guys, you're right. I mean, those are six figure year guys. They're it's a, it's a, it's a different kind of lifestyle, but Hey, I mean, for, for a blue collar, you know, hardworking life, it's a great life. Yeah. You only have to work for four hours a day. Usually. Unless you go twice. Yeah. But I mean, that's, I don't ever do that, but I, I do. I love going twice. <laughs> it's, it's greatest. You just put $500 in your pocket and you walk home and you're like, that's a great day's work. Yeah. Bang. There's rent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. My, uh, my thing, I, I was, I was hitting the bar scene pretty hard in Richmond when I was caddying full time. Uh, my thing was like, please just let me have half of what I made left in my pocket by the next morning. I just right. wanted to keep at least half somehow. Correct. Correct. <laughs> I, did, I did not succeed as often as I would have liked, but Hey, Good memories and good times there. Yeah. That's, that was my exact thought process last night when I went out with my buddy Carlson and uh, we, uh, it was just me and him at the bar and we decided we were going to play blackjack and gin, gin rummy, just me and him. We just had took a deck of cards, sat at the bar and we were playing gin for shots and blackjack for beers. And I torched his ass. He <laughs> bought my, almost every drink I had last night was on Carlson. So I think that he almost was it, his loop from that day was depleted. Mine was fully, fully intact. So yeah. I, I got off scot free yesterday. And my hundreds find their way into uh, poker rooms. So. Yeah, into poker pots. <laughs> <laughs> it's such yeah. a weird thing too, because like, especially for like a, like a guy like like me and Trey, like he's young guy right out of college. Like you just throw four hundred dollars in a young guy's hand, like he's gonna go spend it. Like, yeah. and it's crazy the amount of money that like I, I know. I, I was with Carlson last night, and he had. $1,400 in his wallet, just walking around Delray. And I'm yeah. like, brother, well, you got to put that in a bank or your mattress or something. You can't just be walking around with that. Yeah, you always yeah, to, just pounds of cash. With yeah, to, that, to that point, it's like, you know, when I say it was like two of the best years of my life, it's because as great as college was, I was always broke as shit. I was a typical broke college kid. I, I worked, you know, I worked part-time like when I could, but I was playing college golf. You know, in the summers, I was I was working as much as I could, but I was working for like seven, eight bucks an hour. You know, that, that money went away quick. So I felt like I was always just on edge in college. I never had any money. Get out of college, move into the fan. Um, you know, I've got a dozen bars within walking distance of my house. And every day when I go home from work at 3 p.m., I've got a couple hundred bucks in my pocket. And it was like, it's like, oh, uh it's like college, but I actually have money now. <laughs> That's great. Like, th those those twenty dollar buckets are like right up my alley. Like that's, only three, that's only three holes of looping. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Let's do it. Like I was just that I made that on the first hole. Yeah. So guys, let's think about some of the the biggest sort of perks of of like that. This is one of the you know it's fast money. It's it's great Quick. money for what it is. You only work for a couple hours a day. Yep. And then I think the, one of the biggest perks for me has been just like you know. If you're at a good club, like the, the membership just wants to see you succeed. Oh, big time. Post, you know, post being a caddy, which is big time. I mean, we can talk about, we can talk about Copac. I mean, yeah. the guy gave Copac five grand to yeah. go chase the dream just yeah. because he went out and played golf with them and they chatted and they had a good conversation. He was charismatic and was like, yeah, man, like I love golf. Like all I want to do is play golf and like, I'm going to chase my dream for as long as I can. And, and guys at these big 
established clubs. I mean, they've got tons of money. And I mean, not to say that they don't know what to do with it, but like, cause they do, they can spend it on whatever they want. But a lot of those guys, they just want to help somebody out. Like, and, yeah. and it's, it's a really cool thing that peeps, a lot of people do do that. They'll find a guy that they, that they like that either it's like they have that guy every Monday or Tuesday that, that'll loop for them. And, and you know, they, they, they treat them like family. They really do. Yeah. Like it's, 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 a, it's, it's really awesome. It's, it's I, a total family atmosphere. You're, you're absolutely right. I think back to my time at Kenlock and um, I think a lot of people are surprised to find out, like, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the cat, the caddy member relationship, it turns into real actual friendship. It really yeah, does. Big like, time. Um, you know, when, when, a, when a guy's down, like a caddy is in need of help, like the members step up, you know, and they take care of them and they go, you know, guys get dinner together, they get drinks together. Like it's a real, really cool, unique communal atmosphere. When you're talking about guys that are making, you know, cat, you know, a couple hundred bucks cash a day versus like multimillionaires, but they have a, a love and a passion for the same thing. And that's golf. And that's the great golf course that they're on every day. Um, and I think, it's um, I, I just have great memories. I mean, I just have great memories from getting to know, like, and getting to caddy for a lot of the same members over and over again, getting to know their games, their personality. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a really neat experience. It's a cool job. It's a really cool job. I think yeah. something for me is like, even like I'll have this, I'll have these thoughts, like, you know, when halfway through a round, I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, this is brutal. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Like I'm out here on a, just an absolutely beautiful golf course because no there's nowhere bad that has to be the main no. somewhere but like where we caddy these places are just perfect and like like dude you know what I'm, I'm getting to walk around this golf course like i would i would genuinely do this for free and so like the fact that we're making money doing it is just icing on the it's it's the it's a nice perk for sure i, I generally no there were days that sucked there were days oh my god there are days where i want to chop oh. heads off double, double uh, bag in 95 degrees yeah let's talk, about, let's talk about the flip side yeah I mean, oh, right outside. terrible you know but well i was the same yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get into that but I mean, a lot of days I was like genuinely having a great time. It's I was having almost as much fun as I would be having if I was playing. You know, if you got a, a group that's gambling, everybody's shooting the shit back and forth together. It's fun. There are a lot of great days like that. Yeah, but like, there are some shit days. Yeah, <laughs> like for, for me, it's like because if I'm gonna be out there for four fucking hours and I'm gonna be hanging out with you and whoever you're playing with. I, I got to get into something like I want to either like try and have you have a good day or like where you're playing solid and like you're trying to like achieve a goal. That's like for me, like I when I get on the first tee, I want to know who the fucking teams are and like who am I caddying for? And we're going to beat the shit out of the other team because <laughs> that's just the way my brain works. And so like I get super into like the games like I remember literally yesterday. I felt terrible. I'm oh God, this is awful. But like the guys I'm catting for from Boston and they're like Southie Boston, like scary, like tattooed up, like straight out of like the town. Like these boys are scary. <laughs> like they are scary. And we, and they're playing, you know, they're, they're playing hundred, hundred dollar individual matches, like closeouts. And so the guy I'm catting for, he loses on 16 and we get up on 17 and it's so the guy in front of him hit and I thought he hit a three iron and this is my fault. I thought he hit a three iron and he had four and he flew it like just short of pin high, but like kind of left. And the guy I was counting for doesn't hit as quite as far as the other guy. So I was like, and he had four iron in his hand. And I was like, man, I, I just don't think four iron gets flag high. And he looks at me and we kind of had a discussion about it. I'm like, I really think you need to hit like a chippy three, like just, and, and the guy was a decent player. And the wind kind of was in off the right and the wind kind of died down and he fuck, 
fucking just smothered this thing. And it started 45 yards left of the flag and started hooking. And he looked at me and cussed at me the entire way up. He's like, oh, really? It's a fucking three iron, Tom. It's a three iron. Really? And he goes, goes ahead and makes five. And then thank God I gave him a great read on 18. So he ended up just like not losing the, the press. But I, it's, it's, it's fun because it means something to like the guys that you're playing with. Cause if it didn't, it would just be a fucking hit and giggle. And it's just like, yeah, there's, there's sort right, of two whatever. types of places. Like I know dive preserve is like this for you. Like the, the membership has to take, like, no matter what you have to take caddy. Yeah. Before time. two o'clock, before Same two o'clock, o'clock right? you have to. So where I, yeah, caddy, that's, I caddy, that's really the, it's really the only way a caddy program works. I, I've heard this before where if you have a caddy optional club, it, it really doesn't work because eventually, unless you have just the exact right kind of membership, but eventually. Unless it's a very high golf IQ membership that appreciates. Is, yeah. And, and yeah, that is what that's Pine what I was going to say what my place is. It's like the only so like, <clears throat> is, is, is one member, three guests. You have to take caddy or if you're walking. If you like, if you like, you can't you could, carry your own bag. Gotcha. So you could you could have a club operate caddy optional, but you're not going to get a high quality of a caddy program because yeah, your yard, your yard, your your good caddies, your veteran caddy, they don't want to drive in there if they're not sure if they're getting a bag or not. They want to know. That's that the thing with how, how Pine Tree is unique is to where we have about let's say twenty five percent of the members that want a caddy every single time they go out and so yeah. like we have like our guy like we have like i only caddy pretty well not this isn't true but i i most likely only caddy caddy when people text me individually that not even through our caddy match like they text me say hey can you come in and caddy or like i'll see my the, you know my usual guys are playing i'll just go in for that so it's like it's almost like it's it's better in a way because if you're going out that guy like wants you to go with him or like yeah. he's requested a caddy. so you never have people who are like like you never get sort of short end of the stick on the tip. You never are just like an accessory. You're like a part of the round every time because they want you to be there. So yeah. that's, that's what's nice about See, it. See, a little different just because um, of, you know, how many people go out. There. And the, the fact that you have to play before two. And there's a, you know, we have a huge yard and our caddy master kind of puts us, uh, he like kind of matches our personalities like with the people that he, that we caddy for, which is great. He does a fucking fantastic job at it too. But I mean, I've got like, I probably have two people that I could legitimately think like Jack Fockler, who's one of my good friend, Austin's dad. And I caddy for him all the time. Richmond guy, Richmond guy, Kinlock guy, a fantastic human being. Absolutely love him to death. He, he, he takes care of me. It's, it's great. Anytime I get to go out, Jack, it's, a, it's fucking, I, I'm super pumped. And then, and then I got my girl. My girl. Tell, tell Jack I said hi. I, I didn't know you knew him. That's awesome. I will. Yeah, I will. I, I, did, I did used to caddy for him at Kidlock. Dude, he's he's great, isn't he? He's yeah. the best. And then uh, and then I I got my girl Deb Hodes. <laughs> my, girl, my girl Deb Hodes. She is the fucking best. If you ever want to play a fast round of golf, play golf Deb Hodes. She is. <laughs> she hits driver. She hits four hybrid, and then she give her her fifty four degree, and she chips it up there and one puts it every fucking time. It's fantastic. And then it kind of goes back to what you were saying about like friendships. Like at this point, I'm like a, her pseudo coach. Like we'll go out on Mondays, just me and her, I'll play irons only from the red tees. I'll like, you know, caddy and like kind of give her tips here and there. We're working on our bunker game right now, but I mean, it's, it's, it's just awesome. It's just, it's such a, it's such a cool, like little relationship where this, these are that's some people that I would have never, ever in a million years had a relationship with if it wasn't for golf and for caddying and they're they're just really cool people i mean you just 
it's, it's I, I love I love the whole atmosphere. I love the life. I, I it's it's great. I and it gives I you access game. to a club and, a, and like a like just like the network within the club and the actual club grass. itself. Yeah, <laughs> and place. like and because as as caddies at diet, we get to play um, anytime we want after two o'clock Monday through Thursday. Yeah, which for us, especially when daylight daylight you know gets later, the sun goes down later. I mean, I played. I walked eighteen holes today. Uh, with my cousin and we could have played nine more and been totally fine before dark. So it's, you get plenty of chances to play the, and you get to play like a really good golf course with good membership. And I mean, I was going out and Cameron young was hitting putts right before I was, I was hitting, I was going off. He was having a little putting lesson with this guy on his FaceTime. I mean, it's, so it's just stuff. You, I mean, shit. I carried for Matt Kuchar last week. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into that. Like, I want to hear. Yeah. Hey, talk cool. talk a little cool. bit about carrying for Matt. All right. So it was this event that one of my regular got my, uh, partner in the caddy member, Roger Hoyt. He yep. has, he has a bunch of his clients down hey, and he has tour. He has some of his tour player buddies, Corey Connors. Last year he had Corey Connors, Brad Faxon. This year he had Corey Connors, Matt Kuchar. And they, they actually played with Cameron Young the next day. Group. They come, they come down, they play out the whole tour. They play yeah. down in Miami. They play at Pine Tree for two days and then they play elsewhere. They were at Grove. And um, anyway, last year I had Corey Connors in this um, just because I, I go with, the, the head honcho all the time. He, he hooked us up with a tour player both years. So I got Kuchar this year. I had Corey, Corey last year and Kuchar was awesome. He was, I mean, everyone says he's funny. He was genuinely hilarious. First thing he said to me is if he had, he asked me if he had, if he had any doo-doo time because he, <laughs> and, and, then he and then he was, and then he was pleased he had time to take a shit before we teed up. <laughs> so he said, and then he goes, oh, good. we got some doo-doo time built in. That's nice. And then what was the song? Oh yeah. Yeah. So my, his partner, he, his partner was like a 26 handicap. He was getting like two shots on, on most holes. And, uh, and he, he just pine tree has 128 bunkers and he, he was in like 10 bunkers through five holes. Oh, and, uh, and so Kuchar, he, cha- he changed up the, uh, the song, from the song Ted. from Ted, fuck you thunder. He changed it to fuck you bunker. So he kept anytime that my, that, uh, his partner, who's also name was Matt. Anytime Matt's ball was going near a bunker, or anytime he's in a bunker, he just Kuchar would just go, "Fuck you, bunker! You can <laughs> suck my dick." <laughs> <laughs> so like that's kind of stuff. Like you, that's just something so rare to see, and you know, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's just such a unique, you know, spot to be. Like, I I I have tour caddied and I have club caddied. I would rather club caddy any day of the week. Really? See, I've never tour caddied, dude. Tour caddying is is so stressful. Because one, like, depending on who you're with, like, you're doing a lot, like, almost all of, like, the work. When you're, when you're club caddying, you have a, first of all, you have a rangefinder. Yeah. <laughs> you True. shoot the, and you shoot the front. You tell them what you think the wind's doing. And if you know the guy, you tell them what club to hit. And yeah. when you're tour caddying, you need the front, you need the back, you need the wind. You need to know how far left the pin, where's that, where's that slope? How far do you think I should play this? Is it playing a little up? Do you think it's playing? Like, it's it's just like all that. And then they're like, oh, and we're also playing for so much money. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, like, like one, of the, one of the beauties of, of club caddying is it just you doesn't can like, you can like borderline zone out. You're just chilling. Oh. You're having a good time. Like, you know, I mean, exactly. it's, it's whereas like tour caddy, that's a real job. Like you have to focus. Yes. You're, you're grinding. You're, <laughs> and also the bag is so heavy. And like, I don't, I don't have to carry bags where I caddy like. I ride on the back of carts. I keep your clubs. I carry fucking bags. Yeah, I, I, I have it very nice. And yeah, you have a fucking. I keep the clubs somewhat clean. I'm, I, I like to think of myself as more of like a information caddy than like, a, like a full service caddy. Like there's some, some we have some caddies at, that I know that like, that you will have that towel will be wet. Your clubs will be 
spotless. Your golf ball will be spotless. You have water. Like, it's just like, it's, it's like a much less maintenance, but like the information is not as good. But like for me, yeah. like I, I caddy for mostly like good players. And so like there it's, it's so fun to like be like, they trust me. Like my guys, I'm in a cart, they're walking, they get to their ball. I'm telling them exactly. That's just tell them a number and hand them a club and we just roll. Yeah. It's great. And so like, it's, I'm more of like a, you'll play better if I am telling you what to do versus like I'm carrying your bag and everything's perfectly clean. Like I have a guy who doesn't let me clean his golf ball. Won't let me do it. That's I've, I've had some guys that were really superstitious and there was one guy who wouldn't let you touch his golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a bet with it. Well, not, not really a bet, but it's like there's a guy at the club. He, he plays all the time. He's, he's a part of the, the boys is what they're called. It's like the original guys that were members like way back at die before die became die. Um, but they always play in the afternoon. And anytime I get to go out with the boys, it's a fucking great time. Cause half of them are just slinging drinks and just, <laughs> just having a ball. And we have some boys. Yeah. yeah. So like, but uh, Brad Baldwin is his name. And we have a bet. that's like, I'll read the putt. And then I get to read the putt until he doesn't agree with my read. The, the furthest I have made it is number seven. And then after I've never, I've never gotten past seven after seven. It's just like, yeah, do your fucking done. Just go clean the cart. <laughs> like, I have some guys that just take me just like, just to, like someone to hang out with. Like yeah. they have like a group of like, you know, some, sometimes you're a member of a place like this. You have to sort of do favors and bring people out. And like, I have, I have guys who are like, can you please come with me today? Like I have my wife and her cousins. Oh, dude, it's please come, f- please come with me. My favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite parts about caddying is that you get to kind of get into like the mind of like a lot of the guys that are out there. Cause like you're they're spending four hours, you're spending days. four hours with these guys. Yeah. But like there are guys at golf courses that you just don't like and don't want yeah. to play with. And it happens all the time where like I'll get in a group. And I'll look at the T-sheet and I'll be like, fuck, man, I know I've, I've, I've got him again. Here we go. So, and then, and then you kind of have got to like, toe pause, the line. why don't we talk about what makes someone a bad player to a caddy? Like, well, what, what kind of behavior are you? Fantastic. I can go, I, I'll just, just start listing things of this one guy that I'm thinking of that I don't like. Certainly. Um, Talks way too much about himself. I, I, he name drops just every every person you could possibly think of. He will name drop. Be like, I had dinner with this guy, and then this blah blah blah. And then I, the, the other thing is like, if if you hit if you hit a golf shot and you and you know you miss hit it, and you like it's <laughs> it's very apparent that the golf ball has not been hit well. And then the ball golf ball doesn't do what I told you it was gonna do because you hit it like shit. And then you blame me. I got a problem with that. <laughs> And then also, if you hit a putt and I tell you, hey, it's like a ball outside right, and then you hit it eight feet by, and you're like, oh, why didn't it break? Because you hit it mock fucking 10 by the <laughs> hole. That frustrates me. And then one time I did have somebody throw a club at me. It wasn't on purpose, I don't think, but like he was in the right trees on nine, and then he kind of was playing Plinko in the, in the trees, kind of like going back and forth and he kind of just gave it like a side chuck and it came real close to the shin. And that was like the first, that was the only time I could ever really think about where I was like, I almost walked off of a golf course. I was like, I had a caddy quit on me one time at Sage Rally. Did you really? Through nine holes. Yeah. He was like 80 years old and I've never felt so bad. Uh, We, when it's Sage Rally, you don't get to touch your stuff. It's so full service this place it's nuts wait what do you mean like, you don't get to touch you yourself? can't touch your own golf bag you can't at any point 
like you pull into the valet, they take it out and you you're at any point, you're not allowed to carry your own bag. Your caddy is just with you all day. Like you go eat and you go to the range, your caddy's on the range, your bag is just sitting I, there. I, I wouldn't call it a rule, but at Kenlock, like it was a huge faux pas. Like if the caddy master or the director yeah. like saw a member carrying his bag for two seconds, he would be looking for somebody to chew out. Like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's it it like, I, I picked up a pin one time and all the caddies were like, oh, <laughs> no like, way. So you, like, unless you're and like, you can't carry, you can't even carry your own bag on the part three course. You have to just carry a little cluster of clubs. So like, there's some rules like this. Anyway, the reason I'm saying this is because I didn't know this and we went in there and I had my bag packed for two weeks of tournaments, which we were about to go to. So I had, I had three heavy. dozen golf balls and rain gear and an umbrella in my bag. And this caddy was 80 years old and Sage Valley is right. Is right next to Augusta. And it's like this, <laughs> this guy, He's like, I fucking had it. He's like, I'm headed in. And so, <laughs> so, he was so mad. He was I've so mad. And I, I felt so bad. It. I felt so bad. And because, so he just like put my bag down and just strutted up the hill. And, and, and the other caddy was like, damn, well, I don't know what we're going to do. He's like, all right, just carry your bag down 10. I'll get you another caddy. So he's like, he's like on the phone calling the caddy master telling the sense of money. That's unbelievable. So I would say if someone's going to be carrying, having a heavy-ass bag, I can attest to accidentally doing that to my caddy, William. At, at, uh, yeah, have a light home. bag. If you have a light bag, your caddy will love you. Yeah. And just don't – Oh, man. Know, there's a line of like being like of what we're expected to do. And like, there, I, I don't know, there's certain things like – I have I have guys that always just throw their head cover on the ground like right next to me when I'm like doing like this. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it's like small stuff, but it doesn't really it doesn't really or like, it's like walk walking in the bunker one way and walking out a completely different way. That's oh, like, I, I don't even care about that because I can spend I like I love breaking bunkers. Love <laughs> what? Love it. Well if I'm with the, if I'm with a foursome, I spend a lot of time in the bunker just so a couple of them can putt so I don't have to give them like a read from across. Another one. If I'm if I'm nowhere near your putt, why are you asking me to read it? Yeah. Why are you asking me to read it? Yeah. I have no idea. Like when, if you're on like the back left side of the green and the pins in like the front, right. And I know you're used to bank grass, but our greens yeah. change every week. Yeah. That putt doesn't do anything like it used to. That putt did something different this morning because of how the grass grows down here. I got a, I got a funny little, uh, as far as reading greens and Tom, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, how many times I would tell a guy, a putt, you know, a six footer was left center, left center. Like we're talking about a tiny amount of break. I'm basically telling you, you got to hit it it's straight. straight. But if anything, favor the left side of the hole. They pull it two cups left. It doesn't turn. And they look back at you like, that didn't go right. I'm like, well, that wasn't the sir. You snap hooked it. <laughs> but but uh, there was a great, I mean, one of the be- beautiful things, as we've kind of alluded to um, in the caddy yard, caddy shack, caddy barn, wherever, is these, these old lifers who oh, just God. don't take shit from anyone anymore. And we had a guy named Leon, rest in peace. <laughs> he was, uh, he was in his, when I got to Kinlock in 08, he was already probably in his mid seventies. And, um, he, he taught, he would tell the guys on the first hole, he'd say, I'm going to tell y'all one thing about how I caddy here. All right. I only give one read. Leon only gives one read. And they kind of go like, okay. Like, I don't even know what that means. Right. So like, you know, say the third hole comes around <laughs> and Leon says, two, and Leon says two cups out left, sir. And the guy's like, really? It looks like a little bit. I only give one read. <laughs> he would walk away. I said, I only give one read. That's what it does. It's what it's done since I was 
16 years old. We're not going to have a conversation here, sir. I give one read. I love that. that I'm going to start so doing that. I don't know if I have, the, I don't have the cred to start doing that yet, but. Oh, that's fucking beautiful. That's so good. What did I tell you on the tee? You made some of the best. Have you guys ever had a, have you guys, can you guys think of like a, like your proudest caddy moment? Cause I, I know mine. Oh yeah. I know mine. I know my proudest, my, my proudest caddy moment was, it was this year. And it was my buddy, Austin Fockler. And Austin is, I love the guy to death. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. He hits it absolutely fucking sideways, but it goes a, <laughs> it goes a million miles an hour. Roast it is, it, it, he hits it so hard. It's crazy. And so we got, we're 14 at, at number 14 at die pins up front. If you don't get that ball to the pin, it is sucking off the front 100% of the time. Yep. And so it's like 108 yards to a front right flag. And anything right is gone. Anything short is gone off the green, like nice five. Um, and he's up there. He's got 60 degree. And I look at him I'm like, you think that's a fucking smart play, sir? And he, and he says, what do you mean? I hit it like 115. I'm like, yeah, you hit it 115 when it's going to, at best, it's going to pitch at the hole. It's going to suck off the planet. Take a 54, hit it five feet left and long, pitch it 120. It doesn't matter. You're going to suck it back to the front anyways. And he, and he does. And it just goes right in the fucking hole. And I said, my tip is doubled. I'm going to 15. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> just started walking. It was the most beautiful thing That's I've ever good. seen. It's amazing. That's so good. I would say mine <clears throat> is in redemption of my worst caddy moment. Really? Yes. And it, and it happened on the same hole, back-to-back years in our men's invitation, which is the big member guest. Yeah. Where there's a human. Well, never mind. Um, there's, there's, there are stakes. Yeah. There's stakes. Good, my, my, save. My, good hor- save my horse, there, Trey. my horse, yeah. uh, let's nobody lose their job. After this. Yeah. My horse, Alan Thomas, who is of the Thomas family that developed Sweden's Cove. Fun fact. Um, and he's one of the original punch bowl pack guys. Anyway, um, AT, he, we won our flight last year. We were in the first flight and we had a high handicapper, not he's like, a, he's like a, maybe an eight or nine and he, but he pounds it. So we're, we're up there and we, we made birdie on one where we have 220 yards. This is last year, 220 to the green. And he's in AT. He's like, I think it's a hybrid. I'm like, oh, hybrid is not getting there. It was in the wind, like half to old chippy through it. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yes. And he gets over there and just fucking quits on it. Hits it 40 degrees. Right. OB. I'm just like, Oh my God. So we lose, lose the shootout <laughs> right, Tough. right there. Tough. We went from like hitting this green two, we're going to win to just, Lost dream over. Yeah. This year we are on the same hole after making par on one. And we have like a 12 footer for birdie now on this par five and <coughs> fucking read it. And he just steps up and buries it. Just giant high five. We think we're about to win. And then some guy makes a birdie for net three. Oh, uh, coming, coming behind us. One of the, one of the 14 handicappers and a, and a pair of, of, of baggers won the, won the whole deal. But that was still my, my favorite moment. After a moment, you got one, Rosie, redeeming, you it, back redeeming on? myself in the exact same situation. Well, kind of cheating a little bit because it's uh, sort of a caddy slash golf playing golf moment. But we have we had a night, we have a 19th hole at Kinlock. Um, so guys have come off the 18th. Um, speaking of the old gruff, like lifer guys, they fucking hated 19. They're like, we're gonna come out here at night and blow this thing up because they're ready to be done. They didn't care That's- about like <laughs> settling the bets, right? But you know, I, I was typically into the round. I, w- I was having fun with the guys, so I didn't care about playing one more hole. But um, every now and then there were a couple members that, uh, you know, they might have some guys staying over the weekend in the cottages and 
they were really having some fun and, and they would they would they would have a close to the pin contest but they would include their caddies yeah so like the oh, caddies, that's awesome so like the caddy could hit a shot and um one time i um we're it's a 19th hole is like 160 over water really pretty little hole and um you know it's tough right because you're uh i mean i hit some terrible shots there yeah um just because you're you're and i was carrying there so i had two bags on my shoulder all day um you're tired you're short and you got one swing with, yeah you're not making yeah, you're not loosened up you're not ready to go with like, someone else's eight arm <laughs> yeah right with like a senior shaft in it it's I like a, i did a fair number of it's shots. like an apex per like a like a full apex that's like the se- seven irons got like a five iron loft it's got a, you don't got like an r110 in it like, yeah right yeah. <laughs> one, one, one time we were having a great time with these guys and and they said you know we could share in the winnings if one of the caddies like got the closest to the pin and I hit one to about this, about two inches. I mean, yes. That's great. And uh, that, that was just great fun. So that I, I'll always remember that. That's fantastic. Tom, do you ever get to hit shots while you're looping? It's, so, it's like a rare thing for us, but it, it happens. Cause usually, I feel like for me, what always happens is they're like, Oh, do you play golf? I'm like, well, oh, funny you say that. I play a lot of golf. <laughs> so I, I will once, once you start talking about you're a good player, like some of them are like, well, let's see, let's see if you can do yeah, what you, see see what you, you say. Know. My my last time that happened, it was I did something similar where Rosie just said we were we were talking all day. This guy I've caddied for a few times. He's like, you know what? Talk about being a good player. Let's see his shot. And it was like on the drivable par four. It was like 300 some yards. Or no, what happens? He's like, Can I get it there? I'm like, no. He's like, Can you? I was like, probably could. He's like, okay, do it. And I was like, all right. And I hit it in the middle of the green, like 12 feet from 302 <laughs> with his driver. And I was like, there you go. And he's like, Well, I will never ask you again about this. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I will say a die. I've probably hit four shots. Yeah, I've like hit total twenty um, out there, and it's usually like this a very two, similar situation yeah. where actually it's it's more if I get into an argument with somebody and they're trying to tell me that I was wrong. Yeah, and then, I've and had then, that too. no, I, and this is this is actually um, all four of them pretty much have been this, and they've usually been like pitch shots or putts where I'm like, if you hit it where I fucking told you to hit it, it would have gone in, but you didn't. And then I'll like one hand it and like, I'll hit it a better putt and he'll show show that. But I will say when I was in high school and I worked at the Prince Sam that there was a group of guys that were notorious for going out really late in the afternoon. And you're like, God damn, I got to wait on one cart and they're going to play until they're going to play 18 hole, the 18 hole in the dark. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, God damn Like this is the best time of day to be out of here. Yeah. I'm like, really dude, (laughs) I want to be at home. But like, so I remember this vividly that I went out on the, um, on like the the cart with no top on it. So it goes like 30 fucking miles an hour. Things flies. And I'd locked up the front and I'd gotten to 15, no, 14. I got into 14 and the foursome was on 14 and they're boozed up having a great time. And, uh, it's, it's like kind of, it's like dusk, it's getting dark and I'm coming through. I'm like, Hey guys, like, just let you know, I'm locking up. Um, like take your time, like blah, blah, blah. He's like, be very polite. And he hits a shot and I kind of mumbled under my breath. Like that fucking sucked. <laughs> um, and one of the guys heard it and there, and, and the guy got a little upset. He's like, you think you do fucking better? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and I ended up playing the rest of the way in with them and got in the game and ended up winning like 200 bucks, <laughs> like on 18. And it was, it was pretty sweet. It's was, it was like, it's it really, really fun. I ended up birding like three less fours yeah. <laughs> with, without, with other people's golf clubs. It was really fun. Yeah. I, I will not name names, but the, there was a the lot, there was a lot of money being thrown around in, in those late afternoon, uh, those, those rounds on Saturday nights, but. Kind of, uh, 
on the other end of the spectrum, I used to caddy. There's this group of like guys. It was like a who's who of Richmond, um, wealthiest guys, you know, around town. Um, a couple of them might have had a, a B in their net worth rather than a me than, than an M. Than an M, yeah, exactly. Um, and they would they would they would play these 18 hole grudge matches for like a dollar or two dollars. <laughs> it was actually really fun to see them giving each other shit about like having a hand over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just like this. That's what it's all about. It's all. It's all for pride, right? Like it's just like they wanted to be able to take a dollar off a guy, you know, even if it. If it it's always so. Fun. I always love seeing that because, like, it, we have a group that plays for a bunch, and you'll see guys, you'll see like some of the young young guys go and just like mix it up in the game and like take a bit of a shot. Where like to them, like if they lose, like you know, it's a problem. Five grand, like, it's a fucking wall. But then, but for these old these boys who play, they played this golf course eleven hundred times, and doesn't it doesn't make a dent when they lose ten no. grand today. Like it's it's pretty funny that you no. see some of the you'll see who it bothers you see who it doesn't. But I, I will <laughs> say that, and I, I guarantee you, anybody that plays golf for money with their friends knows this: that there are there's always you always have like two or three people in your life whose money just spends better. Mm. It just spends better. It just <laughs> feels better when you spend it. And it's, just, it's almost soft. It all, yeah, it's just soft. You can it just it looks nice in the wallet. It looks nice in the wallet. It just feels good. Um, and and one of those people for me is Mark Lawrence. I have not got, I have not, I have not played Mark. I have not played golf with Mark in a long time now. It's kind of sucks. I'm, I miss it. But anytime that I've, and it, it has not happened. I was going to say that's, it has not happened. Those often. dollars are few and far he, between. He has gotten me way more than I have gotten him. Which is but why. That's why he's Mark Lawrence. But, uh, but. Anytime I do get to take a couple bucks off Mark, it just, I mean, it, my heart is full. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's full. It's great. Mark Lawrence, for those who don't know, uh, with Corn Fairy status this year. Yes. Yes. He's very good. He's my roommate for two years. <laughs> Fantastic human being. Love him to death. Perhaps the goat of our generation. Yeah. He might, he might be, he is the goat of our generation when it comes to Virginia golf. hundred yeah, percent. He's, he's sure. the best. He's the best. But he carried a little bit of Kinlock. He did carry a little bit of Kinlock. Actually, that's that's where I met him. He was uh he was actually uh outside ops. Yeah, I was gonna say before he was caddy and he was just working over at the range. And oh, great story, great little note about that. So he was like 15, you know, just he was literally a range picker, you know, stacking pyramids, hitting chip shots after his shifts, work just and, uh, after it. Know, yeah. We had the uh the middle Atlantic amateur out at Kinlock, and he was 16 years old, and he wins the freaking thing by like six shots. Yep. As, as, an employee, just like, as an employee. And and all these all these members who, you know, just always thought he was just some kid on the range were like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All these all these great AMs and mid-AMs from around Maryland and Virginia um, you know, came to Kenlock and he does. just dusted them and he was like 16 years old at the time. Yeah, and he probably had that stupid fucking blue Nike he driver. Did. He did. He 100% had that With stupid the Nike blue blades thing. in the VSJ back. Yeah. Which just dusted. He dusted I, everybody. I've never beaten those clubs. <laughs> I I got him. I had him on the ropes for one summer. Nice. And then that was it. And then yeah, then he it. got me. There he goes. But that, that was, was great. Well, the first time I ever played Kinlock, he drove me from number nine to number ten, and I was just like, "What, what are you doing, doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What are you doing here?" So, uh, all right. Well, we're kind of drowning out into it, yeah. nonsense, but uh, I, I, we should probably cut it here. But thank Certainly. you all for listening. Appreciate it. If you made it this far. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. We got we got plenty more. I'm sure other anecdotes will come out over time. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Certainly. Big time. All right, Rosie. Rosie, always a pleasure. Cheers, boys. Enjoyed it. Peace, bud. Uh-huh.